Welcome to the Black Women Unfiltered podcast, a podcast that explores the unfiltered journeys of Black women in discovering their purpose, owning their truth, and embracing their path of self-growth. This podcast encourages Black women to use their voices to reflect on their life experiences and expound on their truths that shape them into the woman they are now. This is Black Women Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Whitney Sam. Hey Queens, welcome back to another episode of Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. How are you guys feeling? Can you believe it's already April? The first three months of the year have flown by. And in some exciting news, the podcast has reached over 500 downloads. And I'm super excited because if you guys know me, or for those who don't know me, I love to celebrate the small wins because the small wins are what gets you to your big goals. And I've learned through life that you have to appreciate the small victories and the small improvements in your journey so that you can look back and be like, wow, I did that or wow, that's how I got there. So thank you so much always for the love and the support and for all of you who tune in weekly. I am so grateful and so honored by every download, every listen, every sharing of every post. It really touches me in a special place. So today's topic will be about how to move past blocks while pursuing your purpose. And for those of you who have been listening, you should know that I am in life coaching school. And so right now we're studying blocks and it is probably one of the most interesting sections that we've covered and studied because it applies to so much in life. And so I was thinking I should do a solo episode on blocks because it applies to everyone, no matter what journey you're on or what you want to do in life. But it definitely applies when you find your purpose or your passion. There's many moments on your journey where you will feel stuck or you will feel like you don't know what to do or you will feel burnout or you feel like or you'll stop before you even get started. Um, Analysis paralysis is what I like to call it. But there are moments in your journey on your purpose that you will feel blocked. And so I said, I need to share this knowledge. I believe that sharing knowledge is what helps people. I'm that friend that loves to share knowledge and give you any insight or tidbits to help you along your journey. So sharing is caring. So here I am sharing with you guys. So where do blocks come from? Well, what we've been learning in class is that blocks come from two different, I would say two different areas. So it could come from experiences or past experiences that you've had and they develop into a habit. And people often return to it because it's familiar or comfortable to them. And I know for me, one of those habits that I've had from life experience, because, you know, I'm doing the work as I'm going through life coaching is procrastination. I have been procrastinating since high school and which led into college, which led into real world. And it's one of those things that 
you know, I, because it's a habit, I get a rush from it. Like, ooh, I can just procrastinate or, ooh, I can get it done in a timely manner. But the downside is that I feel stressed or I feel overwhelmed because I did not plan out in advance or the content that I produce is not that great or the original idea I wanted to go with is now vetoed because I can't do that. I can't execute it in time to get it to where it needs to be with the deadline. And then another way that blocks develop are it starts as a protective mechanism or it meets someone's needs, right? So, you know, you've established a habit or a block to where you, you know, you survive from it or protect you in a time of need. And so that's how the two things, you know, the two areas that blocks come from. So what I found interesting is that you can have a internal block or you can have a practical action block. And I thought, I first of all, I didn't even know blocks could be that detailed, but it's so funny when you learn new things, you're so enlightened. So an internal block. An internal block is pretty much like a feeling. So fear of failure, fear of being criticized, Fear of not being enough, imposter syndrome. And so I know for me, anytime I start something new, so as I've discussed in a previous episode, like I have several purposes and passions. I'm not someone that has a distinct, a distinct path. Like I know that I want to be a serial entrepreneur. So I already know that that's going to divide me in several different ways. And I know that I want to create generational wealth. And I know like the podcast is part of my purpose. Sharing Black women's journeys, always wanted to do that. And now life coaching, I'm finding out that that's one of my purposes. Like I love helping people move forward in life and create those goals and move past those mental breaks. But specifically for the podcast, I told you guys that I had thought of the podcast in 2018 and I didn't launch until 2020. And so for me, I had a lot of inner fears like, what if this doesn't work? And what if no one downloads my podcast? Or what if people are like, who does she think she is? She could just get in a chair and just interview people. And a lot of that was inner issues. And a lot of that was me blocking myself. And the truth of the matter is people do like my podcast. I have people emailing me wanting to be on the podcast. I have my friends encouraging me. And I don't know about you guys, but the person I am impressed with the most who loves my podcast is my mom. And I know you guys are probably thinking like, that's your mom. Like she's supposed to support you. That's what moms do. But let me tell y'all, I got one of the mamas that is not easily impressed. And, you know, she's such a high achiever herself, which is one of the things I love about her, which is one of the things I admire about her being a mom, is that she continued to do her goals regardless of her situation with kids, husband, like she did not let her titles define her. And so, you know, my mom, she said, I learned from your podcast. 
And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, what do you, you know, what are you learning? Because my mom is not my target audience. And so she was saying like, she's just learning about our generation and what we're, the risk we're willing to take and the moves we're willing to do to get to our purpose and make them happen. And so that just put a smile on my face. That's like a warm hug that just touched my heart because like I said, my mom is not easily impressed. So if I'm impressing her, guys, I know I'm doing something right in the world. And so also with that being said, like the downloads, you know, I'm building slowly. I'm building this podcast slowly. I know some people could say like only 500 downloads. Some people are getting a thousand, two thousand. And I'm for me, I'm like, that's great for them. But for me, I want to build it slow because I want to make sure I am catering to my audience's needs. And I'm making sure that I'm finding the people who were like me, don't know their purpose, are looking for a way to find it. Um, There's so many different podcasts and stuff, but I feel like no one talks about their journey and the different detours that you take and the ups and downs that come with finding your purpose. And I know for me, like with the podcast, I always have to schedule interviews around my busy day of being like a wife and a mom, working eight hours and being in school, but it's something that I love to do. And you know what they say, you always make time for the things that are important to you, right? So those were some of the internal blocks that I had to push push through, and I'm still pushing through them. You know, I'm still critical about episodes going out and did I ask the right questions? And then when I get feedback of, you know, that episode was great or that episode touched me or I like how so-and-so said that or when people make comments under the social media posts, like it, it's one step in the right direction. to what a practical action block is. So that's something that you can actually work on. And so some examples are you're not feeling skilled enough, like in your job or in your purpose. Or for me, like mine was, I don't know how to run a successful podcast, right? There was growing up, I'm a millennial. I'm a a born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, early 2000s, baby. And there were no classes on podcasting. You know, it didn't even exist. There was no courses on how to interview people. Like, you know, we're taught to be the interviewers or the interviewee, excuse me, and not really the interviewer. And so I know for me, some of my practical action blocks, like I said, was don't know how to run a successful podcast, um, not knowing how to interview people. But those are things that I can work on. I can love me some YouTube University. I can go on there and see how to interview people. In fact, I've watched uh, a documentary, or not a documentary, but a, a short snippet of a video 
saying like when you're speaking to people or when you're doing like your solo episodes, like imagine who you're talking to. And so I kind of imagine like I'm talking to a friend, I'm talking to a homegirl and I'm spitting some knowledge to her real quick, or I'm sharing some insights of something that I've learned right on my journey, on my self growth path, like just kind of acknowledging some things. And then, like I said, I signed up for a podcast moguls class, like why not learn from someone who didn't see the path for podcasting and especially about black women, right? I love black women. Like we create things because we don't see them in the universe or in the atmosphere for us, right? So we always want to help others. Well, most positive black women want to help others, right? And so I signed up, like I said, for Podcast Moguls with Michaela Matthews from Side Hustle Pro. Um, I always give credit where credit is due. And she has this eight module course that teaches you about, you know, how to start your podcast, how to do marketing, like how to organize yourself. And for me, that was a game changer, especially organizing the podcast, like such as like reaching out to guests and you know, having like a system created and like even like a an email thread that you can use. That was one of her bonuses. And the system works. I had someone compliment me on how well my email flow was and what guests would need to do next and things of that sort. And so don't be afraid to when you're on your purpose on your journey, don't be afraid to seek help, whether it's a class, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a trainer, you know, whether it's a close friend you look up to. Like I know one of my future goals or in the new near future is to monetize the podcast and start my life coaching business. And so I need a business coach because there's so many things out there, you guys, that if you just Google, I get brain overload. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to do that. Or that sounds confusing. Or does this need to be an LLC? Does it need to be sole proprietor? Um, So many things that someone who is gifted in that skill Um, Let that expert be that expert for you, for sure. So those are things like you can have a practical action block and you can actually work on it. So don't let that stop you from pursuing your purpose. Whether you want to start a clothing line, start a podcast, start your own business, get out of your mind, right? And so how can you overcome these blocks? You guys know I'm going to always give you some tips that you can take or you can write down because I believe that helps. So one of the things we kind of go over in life coaching school is powerful questioning. And I like powerful questioning because it's basically open-ended questions, right? To get people to think. And you know, it's a powerful question if someone is silent. You ever ask someone a question, they'll be like, "Mm, good question. And then they're sitting there for like five to 10 seconds, maybe 30, still thinking about it. That's how you know that you ask someone a powerful question or you ask them a question to get them to think, right? Because you're trying to explore these thoughts and these feelings. And that's what we're trying to do as coaches. We're trying to hear you out. We're trying to get you to recognize, maybe get some insight into what you're saying or what's going on. So I think these three powerful questions when it comes to blocks are helpful. So the first one is, what are you afraid of? 
usually when you find your purpose or you start on that journey, it is your first, or at least my first thought is like, I'm afraid to start or I don't know how to start. And I, I know that for me because if it's not in my wheelhouse, right? I mean, most of us are in our late 20s, early 30s. So we have a great understanding of what our skill set is, right? What we're good at, or at least what people tell us we're good at, right? So I know for me, I'm good at training people. I'm good at organizing events. I'm good at making deadlines, making things happen. But when it came to, you know, podcasting and life coaching, that's way out of my wheelhouse. Knew nothing about either of them. So I was afraid because I was like, well, what's my voice going to sound like? Am I going to like the sound of my voice? Am I going to bore people? Are people turning me off? Like, how long are people going to listen to? So those were so many things I was afraid of. And then what do you think is blocking you? And you you guys, what I realized was blocking me is me. Nine times out of ten, hands down, sis, it is me. Whitney is getting in her own way. And I, it's, it's funny because it's like when you think about what's blocking you, you think about outside factors like, oh, I don't got time to do this. I don't got time to do that. I don't do this and I do that. And let me tell you about conviction. Like I would sit in the bed and be like, dang, I know I need to do this. But I was like, you know what? My brain needs a break. Let me watch TV for an hour. Let me scroll on my phone on social media. Let me see what my friends are doing. And all of those are distractions, right? Because I'm avoiding what I need to do, right? And how can I say that I, on my journey, on my purpose, and these are things that I enjoy, but I'm avoiding them, right? Because we're not, we're not taught to see pleasure or take pleasure in the things that we enjoy, right? Or we try to just make it like a side hustle or just like a hobby. But if you say like, this is your purpose and what you really enjoy, you should be all in now. I understand that you should take a break, especially because our generation knows all about burnout and mental health. So I will never not advise you not to take, you know, your rest and not to get your mental health, whether that's exercise, get outside, get some sun on your face. But make sure you're not avoiding your purpose because you're afraid to start. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself, sis. Like, make sure that you are working in your purpose, even if it's just an hour a day, if you could just dedicate an hour a day. And I know you have, you know, people without kids and people with kids, like you have to just fit it in. Everyone's busy. Everyone's an adult. No one's life is more busier than the other. And then the third powerful question is what scares you or what concerns you? And I feel like that's important to sit back and think, especially when you're started on your journey or say you're three, four months into your journey. You're as a human being, you're naturally going to be scared and have concerns. And I know like one of my concerns every now and then is, am I still on the right path? Is this really still what I want to do? And that's a little self-doubt. That's a little wondering about, you know, things that don't matter for me, like that shouldn't matter because I know I'm on the right path. Right. And, you know, I check in with God. I'm like, we still doing this thing, God. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still on the right track. You know, and, you know, for you, if it's just checking in with yourself or with a higher being, you know, or with God, like, you know, you're on the right path and it's just you trying to block yourself. 
and you know you see the people who just lean into it and that's what I'm working on just leaning into it right but the journey of walking in your purpose is not easy and I think a lot of people misconception that they think like oh I'm in my purpose so this should be easy right and it's like no sis (laughs) it's not it's not supposed to be easy because anything worth having doesn't come easy in life and your purpose it makes you work harder right because you know your why you know who your audience is or you know who your gift is supposed to be with and you're going to struggle especially in those fields where you give a lot of yourself and you may not get a lot in return but you know that helping other people is what you know wakes you up in the morning what fires you up what you know makes you want to be who you are, makes you want to, you know, earn some coins behind it, you know, whatever you're destined to do, right? And so just take that into consideration, those three questions. What are you afraid of? What do you think is blocking you? What scares you or concerns you? block and fear. And I know some of people are going to be like honoring it, like block and fear are considered negative connotation words, right? And so that's true, but we have to realize, and I think this is a part of your journey with self-growth, like you have to realize that you have fears and that you have blocks and that they're not necessarily negative. And that they kind of help and aid you, right? Like I said before, earlier in the episode that, you know, sometimes your blocks and your fears are habits that you developed to protect you from something that happened in your life, right? Or from past experience, you know, someone made you mad and angry. So now you don't deal with a certain type of person, right? So that anger and that resentment led you to setting a boundary, right? But you didn't see it that way. You were just like, oh, so-and-so made me mad. But think about it. Like people make you mad or people irritate you or people push your limits and you realize, oh, snap. Nope. Let me, let me set a boundary. Let me put a boundary up real quick. And so it's important to honor your block and your, and your fear and give a voice to it because it's going to help you realize that one, it's a block and a fear. And two, that you can actually move through it when you, you give a voice to it. And so some of the things that, or some of the words that are associated with blocks and fears, I'm just going to give you guys some examples of how you can like honor your block or your fear behind that word. And so the word fear, right? Fear and not, I guess in a positive light, like it warns us, right? When you fear something, you feel warned. Or you, you know, you fear so that nothing bad happens. Like you don't want anything bad happening to you. And then there's doubt. Like doubt protects you from being disappointing or being, having disappointment. Doubt will protect you from having disappointment. And then self-criticism. I know I do that a lot. I'm highly critical of myself. I don't even need other people's opinions because mine is on 10 sometimes. And that protects you 
from being or feeling like you're being criticized by other people and the emotional pain of that. As much as people don't like to admit, feeling criticized by others can be hurtful, especially if it's the people you love or the people you confide in. And then anger or resentment, it gives you the motivation to establish or maintain boundaries. And that's so true. I know for me, like I'm a stickler with time, so I don't like when people are late and or I don't like when people don't honor my time. And that took me a while, right, because it would leave resentment. Like say I would say, let's meet up with like a friend. Let's meet up at 730 and it's 745 and you're 15 minutes late. And, you know, sometimes it may come with a courtesy call or text. And I don't want you guys to think like, well, dang, what if something happened? Like, I'm normal. So if, you know, you have an emergency going on or, you know, you're something happened that caused you to be late, as long as you reach out and communicate, I'm great. But if you're just showing up 15 minutes late because you just didn't manage your time, don't be disrespectful of my time. And I try to do the same with other people. Like if I said, I'm going to meet you at 1130 or I'm going to send something to you by this deadline. I honor that because that is a boundary that I have put in. So how can I put in a boundary? And you don't. And then worry. I worry a lot too. I think that just comes with motherhood. But it helps you think through like your problem or your situation. And I feel like that's true as well. Like how many times do you worry about a situation and you're like, you're starting to think and overthink for those overthinkers out there like me. You know, you think about it and you think about it and you think about it and you're like, okay, I need to stop worrying. I got it. And then stress, like everyone's stress, whether it's emotional stress, physical stress, mental stress, like stress exists. And that lets you know that like your system is overloaded or you need to lighten the load that you carry. How many things do you take on that you don't need to take on, especially with the, you know, in the black women community with the superwoman powers? Like how many times do you take things on that you don't need to take on? Like I am, especially with me and my husband, right? One thing I love about us is our superpower is teamwork. And so, you know, and it'd be so simple, like even my son's bedtime routine, right? My husband gives him the bath and then I get him dressed, right? Because we both don't like the other part. So I don't like giving my son a bath and my husband doesn't like getting him dressed. But it's just things that, you know, that's just a simple. But, you know, even when you're walking in your journey and your purpose and you're feeling stressed, Especially like if you're starting a business, like what can you, if you can afford it, what can you pay someone to do? Can you pay someone to be your assistant? Can you pay someone to manage your social media? Can you take things off your plate? Especially if you want to be like the CEO, you need that mind space for creativeness. Like, for example, when I started my podcast, right, I knew I didn't want to edit it. Like, I just knew I didn't have the time or the capacity or really wanted to learn the skill, right? Because I got 10 million other things going on. So I outsourced that. That is probably the only part of my business that I outsource right now. But I know in the future down the line, like with life coaching and podcasting and all that, I'm going to need an assistant. So when I can afford an assistant, I'm going to pay someone to do their job very well and to help me, help them help me, like... And so that I can stay in that space of always creating, always innovating, always doing that. So, you know, and if you can't, 
you know, then break down, give an hour to each task. That's another thing I would say. Identify the five main tasks that you need to get started in your purpose and give an hour to them or 30 minutes, but do something every day so that gets you in the habit, right? And then also the good part about that is that when you hire people, you wore that hat, right? So that you know what you need them to do, or you know the type of person that you need to hire for that role. And then also it won't catch you off guard, right? You They won't hit you with something that you don't know because you've done it from experience as well. So I definitely think that that's a good way to, you know, move past the blocks in your purpose, stop blocking yourself, get out of your own way. So I want to leave you with this encouraging word. Embrace whatever block is stopping you from truly walking into your purpose or if you're in your purpose. Learn that block, write it down, write some empowering beliefs to combat it, write some affirmations or some intentions, right? Because most of the time you are your biggest block. So if you move past you, you can continue to move into your destiny. And just remember that whatever seat that you want to sit at or whatever table that you want to sit at, remember that you deserve a seat at any table that you desire to sit at. Your destiny and your purpose aligns in you, relies on you. So that, as I can say, welcome to my TED Talk, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. And I truly hope that what I said enlightened you or got you thinking. And I will see you guys next week. Hey, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Unfiltered podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other Black queens like you, who are searching to hear stories about Black women finding their purpose and owning their truth, find the show. If you want to hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. Also, check out the website at www.blackwomanunfiltered.net for weekly episode recaps. As always, have a great week.